Hello, good evening. Welcome to edition 190 of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Glad to have you with us. We are live on YouTube as we will be uh, moving forward on Thursday nights and then on special uh, post-match nights coming up this summer. I have a lot of big plans uh, to uh, do some uh, good soccer stuff this summer, so hopefully you guys will uh, be along for the ride. My name is John Jagu. Very happy to be with you. Happy that you guys are joining us live here on our YouTube channel. Of course, for those of you that download this, uh, subscribe to us on the podcast center on iTunes or on Google Play. We appreciate that, and thank you very much for, for, for joining us and listening to our podcast, wherever it is that you may be on this uh, lovely blue-green planet. Joining me was always, at least recently, is... Uh, Joel Aceves joining me from uh, beautiful, beautiful Orange County in, in, in uh, Southern California. Joel Aceves, how are you, sir? Greetings, John. I'm doing quite well. Now, are, are you are you doing quite well, Joel? Because because Chivas Chivas finally finally <laughs> won a match for the first time since since the dead of winter. Yeah, they were on a seven match winless streak. So over two months, not knowing the sweet taste of victory, while Leon was the opposite. Twelve wins in a row. They set a record, a Liga MX record, and that's that's some praise for Nacho there. He's, I, I still feel like he still hasn't gotten much, you know. Sure. He hasn't gotten his due yet. Oh, I hear that, uh, you know, because there's always that criticism how how Mexican players uh, or coaches, they don't go abroad and, and they don't bring anything new. But Nacho, actually, he was in Spain with with uh, Aguirre, with El Vasco Aguirre. Right, he was his assistant for, in, in Pamplona yeah. and at Atletico de Madrid. So he was... And, yeah, and he got to coach a few of those games when... When um, when Vasco wasn't available due to suspension or other issues, but right. I mean he spent a few years over there. Um, so this guy just needed a break, and he finally got one. And I'm glad that he's doing well. Yeah, he is, and uh, there's no question that Leon has been the the, the story of the season. And uh, you know, with with the way that they play, with just a very, uh, you know, just a very fluid. If it doesn't work, then we'll try. You know, we'll, we'll try something else. Yeah. You know, they're, they're they're not pressing. They're just they're just being very patient, but they're controlling the ball very well. And uh, you know, they have a couple of you know they have a couple of guys that have scored a bunch of goals for them. We got one guy that scored thirteen, another guy that scored eight. And yes, when, and when you score that many goals up top, that means that your team is playing very well. Yeah, they they're already guaranteed first place, um, and and you know. I, I think uh, I think they also have the best defense. So best offense, best defense, and they guarantee. Well, you know, you know, Joel, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you know that there's no way that the Sargento is going to allow a team to be as offensive as Leon is without without playing any kind of defense. You know that he's going to stress yes, it defense. It is true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, sadly, though, Leon, I feel that he's. You know, if he doesn't win the league, and and it's like, 
the teams like Tigres and Monterrey are like just, and even America, are that much more stacked, you know? And you know the saying, the Liga is a whole other tournament. Right. I feel he might not get as much credit if he ends up, and, and you've, you've, uh, you've sort of done the prediction that the curse of the, of the leader that you expect them to be taken out in the first round. Well, I don't expect it, but I mean, the, the, the sad he thing wouldn't is, be surprised. exactly. No one should be surprised by it. No, now, no, no, especially. I mean, what happens if if Leon ends up having to play America as the eighth seed? You know, which is very possible. It is, it is, and then yeah, that would be a very tough game. Now, I'm not saying that they can't beat America because they they drilled America earlier this year. They beat them three zero, but that was America that was, you know, at the first at the first of this part of the season, uh, a month after they just finished the you know w- winning the title in the Liga, you know, beating their, you know, one of one of their big rivals in Cruz Azul, and uh, and and doing it with uh, just emphatically. So you know they were. You know they they weren't quite one hundred percent at the time. You know they they've, they've gone obviously a, a little bit better. I'm not saying that Leon can't beat them, but I mean it's certainly. Uh, I think that Leon would rather take their chances against uh, you know Puebla or 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 or, or, or Cholos. Uh, uh, you know as much as uh, America, but the reality is is that in the Liga Hall you just have to beat whoever's in front of you. Period. You have you have no choice. I mean it, it, that that's. You, if you want to keep going, you just gotta you just gotta take care of business, no matter who's who you're playing. I'm sure that Leon has has that. I, I put it about uh, at about sixty five percent that that Leon. And and again, I I only say that because historically uh, the, the the eight seed has 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 done fairly well in uh, in, in in beating uh, the number one seed uh, in the. I mean, it's happened more than more than half, if I'm not mistaken. What I mean, it happens a lot. You, you know, but it's true. But I think uh, this Leon team, they have some very experienced players, uh, players that have been with the big dance before, like uh, Luis Montes uh, and Cota, who was with Chivas, and he played all the, all the finals with them. You know, they have other guys. Down, do they even have, I forgot about Joel Campbell. Right, no, I mean, I mean, obviously, it's a you know, it's a team that has uh, a lot of time, a lot of players that have played extremely well this season. And obviously, Angel Mena has been outstanding, as well as uh, W. Mena, you know, with Mena, no, not Mena. Yeah, Mena is pretty much probably MVP for the regular season. Right. Uh, yeah. But, but again, and, I mean, they have they have two guys. Their, their starting forwards have scored 21 goals. Well, when yeah. your starting forwards score that many goals in a season, that means that you're playing very well. That means that you are making things happen for your. I mean, it's uh, whatever it is that you're doing, it's working. And uh, I mean, I mean, and, and it also goes to show because you know sometimes you know teams score a lot of goals, but it's you know maybe like you know a lot of uh, centrales, you know, you know headers on set pieces. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, you know when 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 you're too uh, you know, puntas are the ones that are getting the goals. That means that that your your buildup is doing very well. You, you know, though, they will be missing JJ Mack, who was called to the under twenty World Cup. You know, and, and and I know that people have a certain feeling about playing that everyone, you know, it's it's an international tournament and they need to play it. 
and I get that. But if you're, but if to me it, it is, it is, it is still a, a, a developmental tournament. And if you're a guy who's in that age level and you're already playing professionally and you have been, and you've played, I mean, he's been a professional what for three years now, right? Macias has 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 had minutes for 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 three years. Well, I think this is his first full season, though. I don't think he had much well, playing because he's just nineteen. Uh, he should have right. had more playing time, but you know how it is in Mexico. Right, but my my point is is that is that if if you've already proven that, why on earth do you have to go to the U twenty? It's 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 like. It's it's like asking a guy who's been in the major leagues and has had a great year in the major leagues to go back and play the Double A World Series in September when they need him the most. <laughs> Seriously. Well, well, yeah, but I mean Leon and more likely Grupo Pachuca who runs Leon. Uh, so they have they have Macias on loan until December, and they have that that option to buy class. And so I think they want to, they want to give him that international exposure, you know, that vitrina, and they hopes that he has a very well, a very good tournament, and then they're gonna, you know, activate, activate the transfer clause, pay the fee, which you know, at fifteen million people thought it wasn't like, there's no way they're gonna do that, and and then sell him abroad. So that's that's the big the big rumor right now, and it's it's taking more strength. So they're they're uh, going to pay the, fifteen million and then turn around and sell them for what twenty? Pretty much, and not even fifteen because recently there's the whole talk about um, one of the one of the um, Pachuca players joining Chivas. Right, uh, Erika, Erika, that's like the one, yes. the one name in Spanish I can't pronounce. Aguirre. Aguirre, I just, I can't, I can't make the I and the R <laughs> at the top, because you have to have your tongue at the very top of your mouth, to, and I just, for whatever that is, I can't do it. You, you, you say it like it's no problem. You know, you say, oh, it's like, the, that's like Juan de Parangari. You know, <laughs> oh, like, there's, there's plenty words I can't, though. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> But again, Joel, I mean, that, that's after the season. Right now, when Leon needs him the most, I mean, we're, we're, honestly, if, if you're someone who has a keen interest in, in, in how this kid develops, where would you rather see him show his, the most, you know, if, if he has the medal? At a U20 tournament or in the Ligia? Yeah. No, no, it, it is. But I mean, it just goes to show how Liga MX is still not seen as that competitive, you know, uh, from some of the, you know, from abroad. Uh, you know, I, I think it's it's just a bias, in my opinion, you know, because I agree with you. He shouldn't well, have but, to go. But how, but how, how would people know abroad? Because they never, they don't broadcast any of the games abroad. I mean, it is, it is, it is like the... You know, as you know, for a for a, for a league to be considered top ten, which I would consider it a top ten soccer league in the world, and no one watches it outside of Mexico and the U.S. I mean, good lord! No, I agree. But if you're a scout, and I'm sure they do watch, but you know, if they're just gonna, scout, they're going to stick to their guns. To 
you would Excuse be dumb. Me? You would be dumb not to watch Liga MX if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're a scout in charge of finding talent in this part of the world. Yeah, especially how in recent years, majority of talent going out has done good. You know, it's it's not like going back like 20 years when they would take a player on loan and he would fail to break into the first team. Now you have players that that they're like they're key players now, like Chucky at PSV and Jimenez right. at Wolves and and even Chicharo who who he's, you know, he's good for a good number of goals, no matter the club he's at. He's going to find the back of the net. So, I mean, you have that in the, you know, that you know that these players are are of a good quality that you you get your money back. You do. And and I think the one thing that, uh, you know, at least for – for Chicharo Chukin, I guess a little bit for Raúl, but maybe maybe not as much for Raúl. But you know, they 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 proved in Liga MX that they can play and play well. Yeah, yeah, but you know, going to the under twenty, I mean, if you could outshine some of the other talents, like coming from from some of the other hotbeds, like 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 Argentina, Brazil, no. Belgium, what have what have you? If you have right. this guy outperform some of these. So I think that's that's part of it too, you know. They're, they're going to see how he does or how he looks compared to some of the other guys in his age Yeah, but it, but it began to me, and if, if you've already played professionally, then uh, to me, what's the uh, what's the point of going to the U20? Well, just, just for that, the vitrina, the vitrina just, you know, the showcase and just to have it on the, on your, on your resume, <laughs> golden boot or golden ball winner, what have you. Right. So, so Eric Aguirre is valued at 8 million. How, how is he valued? So, I don't know. That's what they're, <laughs> that's, that's what Pachuca values a 22 year old. So they would only have to pay seven. Which is, you know, I, I could see them doing that. So I mean, I, I think Chihuahua shot themselves on the foot again. Right. Yeah, man, that's that's quite a talent to lose. Ah, yeah, yeah, Chivas with there. So. <laughs> You know, they, I mean, and, and it started with Chicharo, man. You know, Ch- Chivas became a a seller's market. Well, see, that, that that's the worst part about Chivas is that they, is that they sell their guys for next to nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they have to pay like double or triple the price to replace the guys they just sold. No, I agree. I agree. It's 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 just, I mean, poor management. At the same time, just well, clumping. It's not, it's not poor management, Joel, if, if, if you follow the buy high and sell low strategy of making money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what book Higuera is reading, but yeah, not good for Chivas. Uh, well, then I mean, again, could you imagine, how, uh, and, and, and again, I'm sorry for interrupting. Well, I'm, I'm sure that you probably imagine this quite a bit, Joel, in, 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 when you're 
in the dark all by herself. If Ricardo Pelaez was running Chivas instead of you get it where he's not going after like the superstar guys, he's just he's just getting guys that have played Liga Mekis and you know have have proven themselves and are decent. You know, I mean, you might have to get a you know a couple of hot shots, but I mean, you don't have to like just fill the roster you know with what every you know, player that does that does you know does any kind of thing on another team. Oh, he's Mexican. We, we got to sign Wait, him up. Did, did you say La Volpe? No, uh, Pelaez. Pelaez. Okay, yes. Thought you said La Volpe. I was like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, that's that's what it should be. But a big part is also um, it's it's also relying on their youth academy, and they've done a mess with that. They've tried revamping it so many times. Just recently, they had Michele Año talking about because he's no, no. he's he's the one right now working it. You've got to be kidding me. Well, <laughs> he was well, he was actually making sense. You know, he's talking about what they're doing, uh, and and one of the things that became apparent was how much it hurt the club when they sold Tapatio, because Tapatio was a second division team. And that's where they would, they would send all the top prospects and they would, they would play at a good competitive level. And that's how they knew who was ready. And, and it, it made the jump to first division that much easier because second division is filled with a lot of former first division players. Right. I mean, for, for all of the, you know, it may not get enough credit, but it's it's also it's it's not as you know, bad. You know, I, I, I people make it believe that that the U twenty division should merge with the with with the second division anyway. Oh yeah, that would U20, be good. The U twenties can't you know the U twenties can't be promoted, obviously. Not that they ever would, but I mean at least then that way they get much better competition. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, but that's that's the one thing in Chivas did, and, and since then um, they'll just have to rely with sending players to random teams. But these teams aren't obligated to play them. So I mean, yeah, you can send a top prospect, but if he's having a hard time breaking into the club, it's not going to do them that that much help. As if you were with with Tapatio with with your teammates, and you're getting the day in day out playing time because it's. It's for the club's benefit. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. But but enough Chiwa talk, man. They're they're out of Liguilla. Uh, they're facing Tigres, who's going to be. We, we promised our fans that we would that we would uh, get a report I, from Chivas Crisis. That we wouldn't. I thought that we would. That we would. <laughs> Chivas Crisis. No, well, we have been. We have been. Um, but I think this is a good. Segway, because, well, there's two things. Uh, we were talking second division, and right now, right now, um, Dorados de Sinaloa, led by Maradona, they're playing, they're playing Atletico San Luis. Right. And uh, if San Luis wins, um, they yeah. automatically get promoted. Correct. If they lose, they play if they lose, over. yeah, they have a playoff to see which team gets promoted. And, um, yeah, this is Maradona's second final with with the Dorados. Yes, it is. 
And in true Maradona fashion, they I think they they went one up on a handball. Well, a handball got called a penalty. You know what I always find about Maradona is that he was. I mean, there was no obviously he was a great player, an outstanding player, just a yeah. But every time he touched the ball, he would be jeered and whistled. You know, just you know, people just hated the guy. I mean, dead serious. Well, it depends where he was at, because Napoli, yeah. they, they love that guy. Uh, same with uh, Boca Juniors. Well, sure. But, I mean, everywhere else in the world, not so much. And, uh, yeah, I, I always found that interesting. As I, as I was like, you know, how could you know, how could this guy be so polarized? I mean, all he's doing is playing. You know, it wasn't like he was like a jerk. You know, it wasn't like he was just this outgoing jerk or anything like that. You know what I mean? You know, he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't really, uh, you know, just, he just didn't have a, like this, 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 uh, this overly gregarious persona. And yeah, just, it was just weird to me that, that that happened. I wasn't a big fan of his, I'll, I'll be honest. It was, he, he was not my guy. He was not. Well, I mean, he, uh, in, in the, in the 82 world cup against uh, Brazil. And I, I don't know if you've seen this. I'm sure you have. Uh, he just he, uh, they're down three zero, and his uh, his Ardido just just you know he's only like twenty one at the time, just got the better of him, and he just kicked this Brazilian right in the crotch. I mean, just a straight up like kick. <laughs> the dark cards there, John. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, I mean, he got a straight red, and the, and the and and the, uh, the the referee who gave it to him was Mario Rubio, who was a Mexican ref. Didn't hesitate, man. Just pulled it right out. And it became so famous that that he ended up making an American Express card commercial based, you know, as a. <laughs> we'll see. It worked out for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just, I never really. He was. Uh, it just, he, he just wasn't for whatever reason. I just, I couldn't. Uh, which is weird because I was, I was, I was an Argentina fan. I just could not get past him for some reason. Because of that, so. It wasn't like I was hate watching him, but uh, you know, I know that for someone who is an Argentine uh, aficionado as you are, you're probably thinking, "Man, this guy's freaking crazy." For not- no, no, he's he's had he's had his detractors. I, I I get that from he's always been a lot of controversy. That's why surrounded uh, statements that he would make. And and just just some of the stuff he got into. So no, I I I, I could see why he's he's never uh, as likable as some of the guys now. Like like you see with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi and, and some of those other guys. Yeah. Although I I would I would. Uh... I would I would not hesitate to take the position that I think Cristiano Ronaldo was a bigger jerk than Maradona was ever was. <laughs> but you know the difference was is that you know you heard about Maradona being a jerk, you know once every two or three weeks, whereas now you see Cristiano being a jerk, you know twenty four seven. Yeah, social so media desensitized to it. But uh, anyway, oh, we should uh, so so yes uh, so so if, if San Luis wins this tie 
then they're automatically promoted and and and, and the chances are, are are very high and because of that they have the uh, the certification to be a first both of these teams do so someone the, 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 a team is going to come up but but Veracruz can still pay their 6 million dollars or whatever it is to stay in the first division yeah and the, the league will go up to 19 teams right well i mean ultimately what the league wants to do is they want to go to 20 and they also and want I, to. I just don't think that Veracruz should be one of the teams that they, that, that, that 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 come with them to twenty. Yeah, At they're least... trying to. Well, they're trying to force Goody to sell the team. Right. But Goody's like he's not going down without a fight. Uh, he was just fined recently for talking about the bar being misused. Uh, he was deducted what like six points by FIFA. Yeah, they have they have zero points right now. Yeah, zero points. Uh, Not even Atlas has ever had a zero-point season. <laughs> he he down Santos, uh, so I think he's taking Santos to court. He I said mean, he, he, he has... sold him a defective player, and and they owe him money. So it's a big mess, and and they're trying to get him to to just leave. I mean, and I think he's having problems with some of his players because he he owes them money. Right. Well, here's you know here's the uh, uh, a perspective from from Kuri. Now, I don't I don't you know Kuri's not a good guy. He uh, n- not not the kind of owner that this uh, this incarnation of, of Liga Mekis wants to have. And I think that, that that that's his big bitch. Is that he's like he's like you know you guys are acting like you're yeah you know, or for lack of a better term, reformed whores. You know, all, all, of, all, all of a sudden, none of, none of this is good enough for you when it was perfectly fine last, you know what I mean? Yeah, Kuri's a remnant of old Liga MX. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, but the old Liga MX ended in 2017. So let, let, let's, you know, let's let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, well, that's one thing I want to talk about uh, later because, yeah, that league is changing a lot. Uh and and I feel it will ultimately become a, a five-team league. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's been changing throughout the years. Uh, that was a big part of why they went from Primera División and got rebranded to Liga MX. And then they, they've started to promote, like, the Copa MX, and, and they're trying to, to, to do, uh, you know, some type of international tournament with MLS, and uh, recently, uh, I think <sighs> one of the Brazilian newspapers reported about talks, uh, you know, for Liga MX teams to return to Libertadores. Uh, hey, so, hold on. Uh, the, the, uh, oh, the there's, it's Ron. Yeah, I'm so guys. God dang, it's, it's, yeah, Ron shows up, he's like the... <laughs> President already uh, said that uh, they're just trying to wrap up the details, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think I, I think it is going to happen, and I'm glad and I'm glad that it's going to happen. You know? Well, well, you know, you know, well, I'm glad Ron is here because this is Ron something mentioned a while back, and he was saying how Liga MX was going to become a billionaires club, and and I do see it heading that way. And that's why, like, the goodies and even the, the Lobos blew up. They, they're going to get filtered out pretty soon. I 
I've been saying it for a long time. The writing is on the wall. It's gonna, it's gonna, there's gonna be a merger between, you know, MLS and, 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 uh, and Liga MX to, to, to maybe not a one, you know, full league, but it's gonna be very, very, you know, tied at the hip. And, and like, you know, when you're seeing, you know, you know, clubs in the MLS that, you know, they're like, you know, just to get into the game. I mean, they're having to pay what, 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 what's the fee now? What, two, two, two hundred million? Something like that? It was, like, yeah. Two or three so, bills, yeah. And then, so, and then, so, and then Kuri has to pay six. <laughs> six million. So, no, so like, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't see, I, I, I see relegation and promotion being, you know, in the near distant future. I, I, I do see it gone because, I mean, if you're paying that much, they're going to use the NFL model. And let's not kid ourselves. I mean, the Holy Gia, and this goes back to, you know, you know, Billy Alvarez, you know, Cruz Azul's uh, dad. I mean, the whole reason he wanted the Ligia because he wanted it to model after the NFL. And this goes back towards the 60s. Yeah, because the first Ligia was, uh, I want to say uh, it was the, uh, the summer right after, of the, either before the World Cup or right after it. Right, yeah, yeah, it was right after the. In fact, you know, America won the first, you know, Ligia against Toluca, you know, quote unquote, you know, and that was right after the, the, the and that was what. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I mean, I, I just think that the writing's on the wall, man. I, I just think that it's going to change, and you know, whether uh, I, I don't know if it's good or bad, you know, because I mean, on one token, you see the NFL, and you see just how successful, and you see the. You know how just the, the money. It, it well, I mean, generates. let's not pretend it's just it's just Liga Mekki. I mean, how many how many other soccer leagues now are are, are becoming billionaires' clubs? Yeah, I mean the, the the fact that the fact that you know outside the big four in Europe, I mean the one that generates the, the most interest really is is is, uh, is Liga Mekki in terms of attendance. So I mean, yeah. there is money to be made there, and I think what? and I and I and there's going to be a point. There's going to be a point where you know, and this is this is one thing that I probably don't agree with on a personal level, but I do think that it's going to be a billionaires club, and I do think that it's going to be a foreign. There's going to be a, a significant amount of foreign uh, ownership in Liga MX two, which I am not. I I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't think I really w- would want that. You know, I, I don't. You know, I I, I would hate. I, I would hate. You know, like uh, who, who's the team? Uh, the one what, was it Arsenal that. When they went to the Champions League, what they didn't have what one one Englishman? It was just, you know. Well, they won the uh, the, the last EPL title uh, in two thousand four. They won it with uh, not one Englishman on the pitch. So, Damn. so I, I do I, I, I you know for I do think that that's probably going to be one of the negative aspects of it. But you know, like I think I think the writing is on the wall that it's going to happen. Yeah, you and you know you know. Um... You already have the two clubs that we're seeing right now, and they're getting made fun of because you know the fans consider them grandes. And it's obviously the two Monterrey teams. Yeah. Uh, they just played the the Concacaf Champions final, <laughs> uh, and and but you know what? In the last ten years, they've made the Liga MX final nine times, yeah. having won it six times, four for Tigres, two for Monterrey. I mean that's that's pretty consistent. Well, and it's right not there. just that; they've also played in uh, what is it, seven Conca Champions finals because Monterrey's won four and Tigres has, has well, they've lost three. But yeah, you know, and the last wait, wait, Ron, the last Libertadores was Tigres. So I mean, but those speaking of billionaire clubs, that right there is Femsa and Cemex. And, and Cemex. That's 
those are huge companies worldwide. Yeah, I know. I mean, at, at one point, Semex was they're they're always fighting for the one or two spot in the in the cement you know industry. Yeah. Uh, well, they, but so then Televisa, I mean, Televisa's right up there too. I would put them. That's three teams. That's why I could see it becoming like a five-team league. I, I could see Chivas, but with a different owner. If it's, I've heard Comex might come in, or or maybe Slim. I know Slim wants to get his hands on that. Well, uh, hold on. Are you are you preparing a bid to to outbid Carlos Slim? Hoyle? No, I don't. I don't have enough yeah. shekels, man. I'm, I have a layaway. You have. Can you can you buy can you buy the team on layaway? Probably for that. Layaway? Like fifth generation from now, if soccer's no longer like a main sport, it's something else. Uh, actually, there's a group right now. There's a group of former players and and some money people from Guadalajara that. They want to buy uh, Chivas. They're trying to do a social thing, pull their money together, and buy the club. But I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I, I'm pulling an old article from from '99 from uh, from La Jornada, and, and I've read this this article before because this is one like I remember one of the first articles that I ever read about like the type of money that the Liga MX you know you know generates and the type of money that they're spending. And uh, keep in mind, this is one year after. Wait. Wait, Ron, I, I, I have the Citadel music. Hang on one second. I have the Citadel music. <laughs> El América es una mierda. Oh, that was the wrong button. Oh. Boy, I, I did that God again. <laughs> I must have replaced it. So Sorry, like, please continue, Ron. So, so like 10, 10 years, I mean, 20, or basically 20 years to, to the day, right? And like, for example, Club América, Propiedad de Televisa. Atlante, Televisa. Uh, Necaxa Televisa. Then you have Morelia, which is, uh, and, it, and it gives all the names of the the the, uh, the owners and stuff like here, like Azteca. Then you have Toros, and uh, it was a uh, the the owner was a uh, basically a, a a businessman that dealt with uh, with milk product, you know, dairy products. Then you had like uh, Atlas, Mr. which Mr. Alpura. Alpura, yeah. So you had Atlas, uh, which at the time they were they were uh, nonprofit. And you had uh, yeah. the they were the last the, club. The club, yeah, the club still ran the team. Well, yeah, well, te- no, te- te- technically, technically, Cruz Azul is still run as an AC, if I'm not mistaken. You know, because they're the Deportivo Social y Cultural Cruz Azul. So I think technically they're the, but they are they they work as a cooperative. So that, you know, 20 years ago, so then you had Promotora uh, for Chivas, and the the the, the guy was uh, Salvador Martinez. He he was a, you know huge shareholder, I think, in, in Mexlub. Which is yeah. kind of uh, ironic, don't you think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mexlu. Oh, Mex- <laughs> sorry. You still want to show me your cute? Well, well, Ron, Ron, yeah, just, yeah. just, just to go on that. The the other family that was involved with that was the Leaños, yeah, yeah, who yeah, yeah. Tecos, right. and and Mexlu, the the guy's son. <clears throat> yeah. Because Mexlu was caught in a scandal, man, huge scandal. <laughs> guy was stealing all type of funds, but his son. Owns uh, Akron. Yeah. He, well, he's like the CEO, which is a uh, still lubricant, <laughs> and uh, that's the Chivas Stadium right now. <laughs> so, so, so then, so then you had uh, uh, Promotora from León, which the, the owner was Cermeño, and he was basically yeah. uh, he owned a lot of di- discotheques in, Alca- in Acapulco. Uh, so then you had uh, let's see, Toros Nesa. Um, he there was an owner Arofin, 
You had Monterrey, who at the time was a still uh, was a non-prof, served as an AC. Um, Wait, wasn't it Jorge Lancambeu who had bought them? Uh, not at, uh, who for who for Monterrey? Yeah, Rayados, uh, and then he was he was uh, laundering money for one of the cartels. Uh, for my knowledge, for my knowledge, the one that that took over Monterrey was the the the, the, the basically Sambrano. They were like you know, big you know big time Banamex. You know they they were all you know in, into that type of money. Um, and at that time they they they, they did uh, uh, at the time actually believe it or not, Sambrano had a both had a kind of like a stake in both uh, Tigres and Monterrey because he he uh, because of the actions that he had it with uh, with Banamex. But you know that was kind of like the, around the time where you know, Semex, you know, basically uh, went with Monterrey and, and, and they and they set up this, you know, administrative board with, you know, Sinergia Deportiva to, to overlook, you know, basically to administer and, 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 and support that Tigres. Uh, just, you know, 20 years ago, Pachuca already had uh, uh, um, uh, Jesus Martinez. Then Puebla had Bernat and he was basically, he had a lot of shares in, in, Pe in Pepsi Cola. Um, Laguna basically was a um, was getting supported by by uh, Modelo, uh, but back then Puebla was also was also twenty years ago was also a a, an AC, a nonprofit. So you had Guadalajara was also a nonprofit, and you had Pumas that were also uh, a, a nonprofit. Well, so didn't uh, Volkswagen have a stake in Puebla back then? They, well, Puebla, you know, Puebla was it Volkswagen had had a uh, a lot of they have a huge uh, presence in, in in the state of Puebla, right? So, so, so there's always been, you know, for uh, as long as I can remember, there's always been that, that, that association that, you know, Puebla had with, with, uh, you know, with the team, you know? Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at the ownership groups of 20, just of 20 years past. And I'm like, you know, there's what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, 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 eight teams were still non uh, were basically operating as as a as a, a, a non for profit you know operation you know like a club in, in a sense. So, a treehouse gang. So so I mean it, it, it even in twenty years dude it, it has changed a lot. I mean I've I mean it's 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 changing and there's more money involved and like I and I like I told you Juan, you know it's it's going to be a billionaires club and, and in some regards it's already a billionaires club. You know, so like I said, I don't know that's uh, that's good or bad, uh, but you know, it is what it is. No, yeah, I I feel that fans are not gonna care, like especially with like getting rid of relegation. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of pushback right now. Mm -hmm. Most of it is romanticism. It's like kind of hypocritical to be a Liga MX fan and and then like care about relegation when it's been a joke for years. Well, you know, he, but, but but here's here's the other side on the other here here's the other side of the, of that argument. Okay, so y y you know, like I, I I think the MLS, I think they want to have like thirty something markets, right? Kind of like the 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 NFL in the, in the sense that you know there's just a lot of teams in one league, and it's basically and you see you see teams all over the you know all over the U.S. Right? Well, in, in a way, you know, both you and I know that right now Mexico, the Mexico doesn't have enough teams. For for uh, to have you know uh, like what 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 is it? There's there's 
18 teams in Liga MX, and I think, what, what is it? There's 16 in, in a sense of I'm mistaken, something like that? Is it that many? I didn't think it was that much. Uh, yeah, something like 12. that. 12. It used to be 24. Yeah, 24. So, so right, I mean, right now, we don't, you don't have enough ownership groups, independent and autonomous, to have, to, to really have a true, you know, promotion and relegation. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, people, when, you know, when you still, you know, when, when Chivas, America, Cruz Azul, and America, the re- there's a reason why they're still the big four because, I mean, you go to Tampico, you go to, you, you go to Puebla, you go to Veracruz, you go to other, other places and stuff like that. How many times have those teams, you know, those fans been let down with the ownership groups? Tampico, ma- t- Tampico Madero just got, uh, they just descended to second division. Yeah. You, you, you know, <laughs> you know you know who actually uh, you know administers that 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 group? <laughs> but second is third division, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Right. But you know, you know who administers Tampico Madero? My favorite, favorite, favorite uh, Liga MX uh, exec, the guy that wears the uh, plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forget the name of his group, his, his, his business group, but it, uh, it's some. It was, uh, Bosque name or something. I forget what it is, but basically they're the ones that uh, that that are that are taking care of that uh, or that administer that 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 group over there in Tampico Madero. Well, they're doing a hell of a job. Hell of a job. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that that goes back to my point that right now Liga, you know, Mexican football, it doesn't really have a true football pyramid because you don't have uh, enough enough ownership groups. To 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 basically have you right. know, there's a, like like a hundred third division teams or exactly exactly yeah. so I mean I, I I guess you know to the, the argument to the thing is well if you take away the promotion I'm sorry the yeah, promotion relegation and and you and let's say let's say that you know from the TV deals and like let's say that you know all of a sudden the Liga MXC starts to see a little bit more wisdom and say you know what I think it's better off. You know, if you know, we, you know, the TV money, and we, you know, it's kind of like the NFL, you know, where they, where they, you know, uh, you know, every team gets a, you know, a pretty, you know, it's a parody in, in terms of like, because you, you know how that, you know, not all teams get the same amount of money, TV money in, in League MX. Well, so, yeah, I think that. so, so, like, let's say they started to do that. Let's say, let's say they started to do that, and you started to have more confidence, and like more ownership groups started having more confidence and basically more assurances that. You know they're not gonna, because uh, I, I think um, like I think it, I think it was a dude from Atlanta that, that that said that you know when a team goes down to the second division, basically eighty percent of, of their of the revenues boom are gone. So and, and there's there's no that there's no parachute there's no like you know there's no, there's nothing to basically you know keep them you know solvent uh, once they're in the lower division. So if you, if you take away like let's say the promotion relegation. And you actually do have that franchise model, kind of like the NFL. You, you know, I, I, I think I said, well, maybe that—that's what it—that's what needs to happen, so you could have thirty, you know, thirty viable or even twenty-five viable uh, uh, ownership groups spread across, you know, the Republic you know, in, in Mexico. Because I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen the way it is with promotion relegation. Because you know it, and unfortunately. You know, Liga MX sometimes they they just worry about the short term, and they have to, uh, but they're not able to see long term. And I and I think that maybe going through, maybe going to the NFL model, I think that may be the solution to 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 establishing more more viable uh, uh, franchises. You know, 
or and um, like I said, I mean, it's it's it, they're it, both both models. I'm not saying one is better than the other, but I think both of them have unique things to offer because obviously, obviously, promotion relegation it offers. You know, there's there's a there's a you know uh, athletic Darwinism. You know, people that you know if, if you're not a if you're not a smart you know administrative group and stuff like that, you're going to pay the consequences. And I see value in that, but I also see value in giving you know investors assurances that you know that they'll be able to spend their money and that they'll be able to see you know some returns both both in the short middle and long term um so like i said i'm i'm i wouldn't be solely opposed to not having relegation and stuff like that and 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 and, and having and having you know growing other 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 markets like for example i mean for for the life of me I, I don't see how, you know, Tampico doesn't have a first division team, you know, knowing, you know, I've lived there and stuff like that. And, and I know that, you know, how much people, you know, love soccer there and stuff like that. And they've been screwed you know, they've been screwed over, you know, time and time again by different ownership groups, not, you know, not being serious. And, and well, that, just and the that, fact that we can't say La Jaiba Brava. Yeah, no, I know. Regularly is enough to be upset logos. about that. I, I've always said that Pumas and, 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 and like, and the Jaiba, and, and the Jaibos have some of the coolest, uh, uh, logos, you know, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's like I said, it's just, it's just amazing. Like, you know, looking at this and, and seeing just 20 years, how much Liga MX has changed and the money that is, and, and, and just the amount of money that's involved now. Well, they've always spent money, uh, Liga MX, it's not like, oh yeah, yeah. But, uh, and it's only gonna, it's only gonna, Increase for Liga MX. Now, let me ask you this: so, if, if, if you think so, so then there would be no promotion relegation. So, what happens to the to the lower division teams at that point, or, or, or does they just go away? Because I mean, how on earth are those teams going to feed them? You know, how are those teams going to then acquire the players? Because it's not like they have a, you know, the NFL, you know, has I, a, has 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 a, has a minor league system that they don't have to pay for with college football. True. And and high school, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, honestly, I, subsidized I, by the government and by yeah. And, and, and. Yeah, I I honestly I think that you know if they do if they were to go to you know the the NF you know the NFL model of of the franchises, I I think the way they you know like let's say you have twenty 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 uh, markets right, I think that you know they they would try to do what you know the MLS does right now. It's like, you know, basically once they, there's a market that wants to be a part of it, you know, you, you know, dish out, you know, hundred million or whatever. And that's how you grow, you know, that's how you get, you know, the game into uh, Tampico. That's how you get the game, you know, into, into, well, I you mean, know. You, need find, you need to find committed, serious owners that, that are, that are, that, and are, I that, think, that have the, the, uh, you know, are, 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 are are steadfast in their in their belief that they're going to be there for 30 40 years. Yeah, and, and going to have a yeah, and have and the stadium and the infrastructure and everything and then and you need serious people for that. And, and there and are, there think, are pl- plenty of serious people in Mexico, plenty of serious people with a lot of money. Mexico's a, there's there's money in Mexico all over all over the country. Of course, of course. Yeah. And, so. and 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 not only that, but I guarantee you know, I I would put I would be willing to bet that you're also going to see Ownership groups from you know Chicago, from Miami, from LA, from Houston that that are going to want to you know uh, 
invest in 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 those in those markets as well because I I honestly do see foreign ownership you know in in Liga MX in the near future. Right. Well, we've had sort of uh, yeah. the La Peña Eye Clinic. Yeah, yeah, based in LA, they they own a stock of uh, Celaya, yeah. which is they were probably from there, but still, it it came from it was coming from the U.S. There's there's been you know Spanish you know Spaniard you know groups that, that have you know well, Atlético San Luis, yeah, Atlético San Luis Celaya and stuff like that. So I mean that and Atlético Español, yeah, Atlético Español, uh, they were and stuff like that. So I mean you have had it, but but uh I'm, you know, I'm, Oof. I'm thinking that more on along you're, the line. You're thinking oil money, Ron. I'm thinking, I'm, I, I am. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, Qatar. I'm thinking Qatari. I'm thinking Chinese. I'm thinking, you know, uh, stuff like that. Quengansu. I'm even thinking. Quengansu Aguilas. Quengansu. I'm even thinking, you know, South, you know, South America, you know, because of the, you know, proximity to to like L.A. and to Miami and stuff like that. So. So, I mean, yeah, I, I I see it in the in the foreseeable future. Well, that, and you know what? That's that's whole thing we're talking about. That's why, that's why, like like in Conmebol, uh, that's yeah. why they want the MLS and Mexican teams. Yeah, because because yeah. they know they don't have that many markets like like Venezuela and, and Ecuador and Bolivia. They don't really bring in any money. No, no. Santa, remember Santander? <laughs> there was a there was an article. Santander yeah, at the time. I remember that. The banco spe- yeah. specifically said one of their execs specifically said the reason that they wanted it in this is to attract the Mexican market because they know that once they get the Mexican market, the the, the, the U.S. Mex- the U.S. Hispanic market ensues. It follows. Yeah. So, I... so yeah, because uh. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. when they sponsored. Uh, just for reference, that's when Santander was sponsoring the the Libertadores, and uh, Mexican clubs were threatening to leave. Yeah, so, and, uh, the, they they the exit from Santander was like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> but that, but that to me was bitter. That was bitter sweet because I liked I I loved covering you know Interliga, you know I loved yeah, going, I loved. There were because there were fun matches, dude. I mean, I you know they used to go to my alma mater, University of Houston Robertson Stadium, and I used to you know go there cover those games. And, and then when it turned into Interliga, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, these these were games. These were these weren't you know quote unquote Moleto games. These games meant something. I mean, because it was a ticket. It was a ticket to 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 basically the to yeah, play the against the Venezuelan the, the Champions yeah. League. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, Libertadores. He said to play. I, I Ron, Ron was saying to because uh, before uh, the Mexican teams would play against each other, and then yeah. the winners would would play against the Venezuelan teams. Yeah, because it was the Venezuelan uh, spots that were up for grabs. If I recall, I, I think I still have some of my press credentials from the Copa Sears Pre Pre Libertadores. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I, re, I re, yeah I think I told you once that like I remember uh, was it the in this like. It was uh, Pumas, America, Atlas, and I forget. And I think I, I think it was Monterrey who who were playing that day. And and I remember, dude, Horacio Sanchez, dude, dude, so many people went to go, you know, to wanted to go see this, you know, kid play because they thought that he was going to be the next Hugo Sanchez. Well, obviously, is the 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 nephew of Hugo Sanchez. He did do the flips like him. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, he he attracted a huge, huge crowd. I remember. 
Yeah, that that kid disappeared. Like he he had a few moments, and then all of a sudden he is just gone, dude. So yeah. if, if they play the Libertadores, because because uh, they still have to play the Conca Champions, they they can't get out of that. Uh, so 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 is 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 the Libertadores now going to be? Is it going to replace the Sudamericana? And they're going to play the Libertadores in in in, in from uh from July to December, and then play the uh, Sudamericana, you know, South American exclusive in, in 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 the second half of the year. I'm not sure. I'm not because that's the only way it's going to work. The, well. The fact that you don't have Warner and Blazer, I think right now the um, yeah, but the, there's the but, but you but the, 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 you can't strap Concacaf like that. You just can't do it. You can't screw your own confederation to to play in someone else's tournament. And and and, and let's face it, the way that they have the iteration of the Conca Champions right now, so where it doesn't start until the, the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. That is that's there, so it frees them up to play the first half of the season. Well, I think it might America. it might just be like it was before, where the top the top Liga MX teams go to Concacaf. Oh, no, I, bottom, I understand that. I understand one. that. But what I'm what I'm saying is, because they play the Conca Champions in the second half of the season, then you know who who made the uh, uh, the Conca Champions for next year? It's already Cruz Azul in America. Well, you know what? They can still play the Conca Champions, and guess what? If they play the Libertadores in the first half of the season, guess my, what other tournament they can play? The my Libertadores. Con, my my concern is Copa Mexi. How how's this going to you know? Well, I mean, you're, like you said, it's only going to be a couple of teams that are playing the Libertadores. So yeah, if you're playing the Libertadores, you're not playing Copa Mexi. Just yeah. that's just the way it is. You know, you're just not going to play it that year. Or you or you or you play with a sub Yeah. Did I ever tell you about the time that America played uh, five games in eight days? Yeah, they're, they're good. They're, they're <laughs> grueling. Uh, they're grueling. Copa Libertadores. Every time Travel you're here, Rod. Where they had to go to uh, Morelia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what was the other one? I think Ron has that tattooed on his head, man. He has the fechas right there, tattooed on the forehead. Like Columbia, oh, something, that... an hour and a half flight. It is impressive, though. It is. I, I can give them that. So, so yeah, no, but no, it, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. What uh, Bonilla and uh, John De Luisa do in in terms of like you know calendar, you know setting up the calendar. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, to me, if 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 the Libertadores happens, it has to happen uh, from uh, from you know late summer to the end to you know from July to December. Uh-huh. Uh, quick question. I'm reading on Twitter here. Uh, uh, Jose Luis Higuera is no longer the, the the GM. Did it just get bounced? Uh, it says right here. Uh, what is it? Elmer. El- in fact, let me hold on. Let me retweet it. Oh man, I, he has me blocked. But let me see. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? Hey, I, I called him out before it was cool to call him out, man. <laughs> okay. I, I reminded him of his Americanismo because he's he's uh, Aguila by heart, man. Uh huh. Hold on, let me mm. let me let me see, search his name right now. Joel, did did you post uh, did you post this video, Joel, uh, for him to remind him of, of of who of who he really is? <laughs> oh yeah, here it is, man. We don't have sirenas, but. 
Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's, it's I have all seen over that the one. place. Uh oh, uh oh. I said Salvador Perez. A lot of people are, are saying, are, are right now tweeting, you know, that he basically lost. All right, go ahead. All right. As a two minutes, there's looking at a registro público comercio from SC. Let me retweet this. All right. Uh-huh. You know, and, and the sad thing is that this is overshadowing San Luis's uh, equalizing goal that they got in the. You know what? They're tweeting the official document. Yeah, that's getting what... sacked. Yeah, yeah. And it says here that you know he he's no longer. Uh, uh, oh man. He's lost legal and administrative authority over the well, team. So Amaudi Amaudi took, took a spot. Is there any way that uh, you guys have that that uh, that image of Bet? You know the one that you know Chiki's always post of, of uh, Iguera basically making the motion with the two hands, like you know showing you know uh, the the niveles. <laughs> you, you know that that image you always post, you know making reference to uh, a, a phallic size, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you vibes? still want to show me your cucumber? Where's where is Chicky's man? By the way, where's the one? Apparently where, he's he's, uh, he's stuck somewhere. He's 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 in the he's in the quantum realm between Dallas and Austin somewhere. Is 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 where Chicky's is right now. So Joel, is is this is this worthy of of hearing, gente? Is, it, is it, a, it is. Can you play the one with uh, oh, a? Which one? Elvis in Acapulco. He's in Acapulco, but he sings Guadalajara. Here, here, yeah. here you go. Here. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. you got God, damn. Touch. I'm the star. You got the power. <laughs> there's, <sighs> what a there's two songs though. Of I, I, I got, uh, you got the touch. touch the, yeah. the original Transformer song. And then the Marky Mark version for Boogie Night. <laughs> Boogie Night. <laughs> you got the touch. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> that's, they want to fight Unicron. Don't ask how I know this. <laughs> Patileche y galletas para todos. John, John always making a mockery of my childhood. <laughs> so, man. Okay, so so what, what do you uh, what do you think oh, about this? Uh, are you liking this? I I am, you know, but um, where, then there's where, also where the are, talk are... that they're selling the club, so it might not even matter, you know. Because <laughs> they sold the club, it was going to be gone anyways. You know what's going to happen, Joel? Cheto Leño is going to become the new GM. I don't, you know, because there was talk that they were going to bring. Which makes uh, me wonder if if the if the Leños are just going to buy the team straight up. Well, no. If there's a if there's a social group, they might be part of that group. But there was talk of um of um the former Monterrey. Um, why would the Lanos even 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 care about a social group? Well, because they they're big. They're Guadalajara family. They're one of the. Well, prominent. I understand that exactly. So why would they want to join up when they can just? Take oh, it's because it's a lot of money, man. It's if they wanted to. Dude, you don't think you they know, have a lot of money? Yeah, but then if that was the case, they would have they would have 
But Atlas or or Leones Negros or what have you, I just don't think they want to. Them out. Okay. If, which which of those three teams, Joel? No. Well, yeah. If, but... if you were a Guadalajara team and looking looking to buy, which of those three teams do you think might might be the most attractive? Obviously Chivas, but but I mean, if you're going to compete, well, I do think they have money. I don't think they have FEMSA money. Well, maybe maybe this is when when Joel Aceves shakes off the self loathing steps in and helps out. Then it'd be the it'd be the Delano Aceves partnership group to buy Chivas. Wait up! Give me one second, gentlemen. Uh oh. Well, let's get his checkbook out. He would do some calculations. We've, Hello? Uh, yes, Hoyle. No, I'm back. All right. I'm back. Yeah. So yes. that was that asking, was... are you, you going to do your, your, you're going to do your, do your like, like shake off the self-loathing and, 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 no, and, 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 no and join, and join Lanyo and, and, and the Lanyo Aceves. Actually, it will be the Aceves Lanyo <laughs> partnership yes. group to, 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 to buy Chivas. No, because, you know, Lanyo, the Garza, uh, and then even the De La Torres would go into that. If, I, I, if that happened, Joel, would you would you bring in Profe Cambarayas? No. He can stay in Pachuca. No, um, but there was talk that uh, uh, Luis Miguel Salvador, who was the GM at, at Monterrey, he's won. But now with, with um, Higuera gone, that opens the door for uh, for Nestor. So who knows, man? Who knows? Look at Ron cracking good. up. Oh, I must be looking at some some funny images. No, I'm cracking up at Feitelson. <laughs> he 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 posts that. Let me see. Uh, he's posting something about Bielsa. He says, "Hoy está muy fresco lo de Bielsa." Pero aquellos que piden con desesperación que Dorados debió fallar haber fallado el penalti porque no era mano. Les recuerdo la semifinal de la Copa Oro del 2015. Y el penalty ante de Panama. ¿Acaso le exigieron al Piojo Herrera juego limpio? And you can imagine the comments. Fresca te quedó la quijada cuando me No, but this is my favorite. Uh, this, this is, I haven't heard this one. He says, nadie se acuerda de la Copa de Oro, David. Sin embargo, todos recordamos cuando nuestro inmortal espalda curva. No falló la curva. Oh I mean, man, these guys, get, these guys get more creative, man. There's so many names for for Cuartemo, <laughs> El Plataoni, Corobado, El Cateo, man, El Paladín, yeah, the, the what? <laughs> El Picador de la Galilea. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones. Ah yes, yes, he he uh, and, yeah, and he was it, with Galilea Montijo for a while. Fue <laughs> el el ex huelepedos de la Galilea. <laughs> Personal favorite mine. You know what? Someone can yeah. make a coffee book. Um, yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> and and but you got out the references because some people might not know who Galilea is or certain <laughs> stuff and just put side pictures of like you you know like the BH1. Yeah. They would do the pop-ups. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to give you additional info about like the video or whatever. Yeah. But well, like, yeah, one of, one of my one of my all time favorites is the El Hombre con la Mochila Eterna, the one with the eternal. That's backpack. the one I was trying to remember, La Mochila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, I digress because I'm I'm looking for more uh, Higuera news. So, 
So Nestor is now back in the picture. Do you think that Nestor was the one who uh, is he was was Jalando Palancas who wanted to make this happen? I don't think it's Jalando Palancas, but I I think they're always been in the picture. I mean they're they're tied with the club and and they just have you know they they just have all these connections uh, to all these to all the families around there because just how long they've been there. So so I don't I never saw them being completely out. It's just a matter of time. Um, you know, the North remembers type of thing. Uh, I, I would say he's an option, definitely. Um, and why wouldn't you want him? Would he, he would he hire his brother back? I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. He hasn't been working. But Chiwa fans, oh. man, they're, they're so volatile. Who knows, man? It's, <laughs> you're not going to please anyone. What happens? What happens, Joel, to Chivas fans if if if, if Tomas Boy gets it going, and you know they have a you know twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine point win season next year, and uh, you know they're playing well. You know they're 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 playing like Leon did this did this, this season. You know had a string. Do 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 Chivas fans do they do they forgive Boy for whatever it is that he's done wrong to them? I don't, yeah, I don't think Boyd did anything wrong. I mean, he was with Atlas. He he helped fend off relegation when he was at Atlas. Well, then why why do most Chivas fans just abhor Tomas Boyd? It's just the whole image thing. I, you know, they they just saw another type, a bigger. He's not seen as a big name coach. That's something that they were expecting. Someone with more. Uh, they, and with they, more success. Would they going to bring the special one down? Special one? Yeah. No, but someone like Vuse, at least. Hey, hey Joel. Uh, yes. Apparently the document states that from the 26th of February of this year, he has, you know, legally he's no longer the... Uh... Oh. Uh-oh. They must have been letting him in. Because he had a lot of dealings with, with the club, so they were probably just letting him close out his deals. And and that could probably mean um, the other guy will be gone soon, uh, Varela. Yeah. So Maori's doing it his way then. He's going to bring in his people. Yeah, well, he was tied. He was tied with with Higuera, because they were working together for a long time, and and even there was news that even Amari got into it with with um with Almeida. They almost they almost went around a fisticuffs right before the right before the the game against Toronto. Fisticuffs. Yeah, they, they almost got in a fight. So we would have had a an honest to goodness. Chiva <laughs> contra Chiva is what you're saying. Yeah, Unidos, yeah pretty much. Wow. No, and you know what? But I think if you are trying to sell that club, just to get us just so toxic, <laughs> the fans just hate them so much. I think that's that's one dude you just need to get rid of, you know? Hmm. He's well, like the, who, but who do you bring he's in? Like having, he's like having Harvey Weinstein. Who, who do you bring so, in? Though? 
Give our Me Too movement, huh? But who do you bring in? For for what? For just GM? To, yeah, just to change the 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 the, the, the oh, image. Oh, well, yeah, that that's that's why. I mean, there was talk of Luis Miguel Salvador who helped who helped you know with with Monterrey, and then Nestor's always been there. He's always, I think, he's always been an option. Um, those are like two of the bigger names I could think of. I don't, I don't know anyone else that could step in right now. But don't you think? I mean, it would just be recycling the same people. Yes. You yeah, know? but it, but for it, GM, it, for GM, like who who would you get though? That because I mean, Nestor does have a good track record with Chivas. It's not like he. He ran him to the ground. He, they were highly competitive under 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 his, you know, when he was in charge. Do you do you think? I mean, if it's true that you know Vergara Senior is no longer going to have a more hands-on approach, which I think is a good thing. Which you know, uh, I, I think he wore. I think. The because I mean, Vergara, you know, when he came on, you know, took over the club and stuff like that, you know, should, going what, how long ago now? 2002. Two thousand two. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. So it's 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 a while. I mean, he he brought an extra you know element of you know of, of like you know with the whole crap you know shit talking the you know the the publicity stunts <laughs> and all that type of stuff. What's he that? Brought, he was yeah. WWE Attitude Era. Yeah, yeah. He, so, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, you know what? Nestor was part of that team. He was, yeah. he was with that from the takeover. He was, he was, he was from the onset of that. Oh, and was Nestor the GM when they won their uh, title when when Buffo scored that goal uh, in Toluca? Was was GM that was uh, Nestor the GM at the time? I I'm pretty sure. Well, he left to the national team. Well, that so was not till '09. Yeah, so I I think he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, but but when he was there, you never heard any problems of we can't bring in players or people are selling three times because they brought in Car- Carmona, they brought in Bofo, they brought in Palencia, they they brought in a bunch of players <laughs> that were seleccionados. But, but keep in mind, this is also the t- same guy that says, hey. I'm not going to prostitute this jersey, and then next thing you know, <laughs> oh, but now we're talking about Vergara, man. We, I was talking about, I was talking uh, about Chepo, man. Okay, I mean uh, not Chepo, Nestor. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he he turned it into, uh, it turned into something else. But uh, well, well, how, how just how deep does the does the does the De La Torre root uh, grow in 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 CD in, in CD Guadalajara? Man, well, how, I mean, they, how far back? How far back? They, is, They've been they've been involved with Chivas over eighty years, almost as long as the club has been around, and and they've had a hand in at least eight campeonatos, where they where they was like from Javier and and all the other family that has been there as players. It's a big family, man. Uh, but yeah, they're. They're, they're royalty, man. They just don't get treated as such. They're like the ousted Targaryens. Mm-hmm. 
Why, why are they like the ousted Targaryens? You know how they ended up losing the... They lost... They lost the King's Landing, and then they... Oh, well, because Nestor they went to be, crazy. They're, they're like in exile. Nestor and Chepa went crazy, and that was that. They didn't, they didn't they went, go crazy, they went Not like that. No, Higuera took over and fired them. He was trying to ban uh, Nestor from going in the stadium because Nestor works for Univision, mm. and... Um, he didn't want him to go in and, and do some of the play-by-play, the commentary. Uh, but he couldn't because that dude owned a palco too. So <laughs> he, just, he really couldn't ban him. Uh, and then the contracts with, with Univision and whatnot. Chivas, don't make me laugh. Hey, but this has been too much Chivas talk, man. We wanted to talk about the final. We I, I We've been on for, for, for how long now? That's what I said. But Monterrey finally won. Uh, they they spent a lot of money. They spent fifteen million for Mesa, the Argentine midfielder, and I think there's a clause for two more million. Um, I don't know what the clause is. It could be goal scored or games played. So that's about seventeen, you know. And then they bought Pizarro, and that's another like 15, 17. And then they brought in Layun, who even if his transfer wasn't that high, you know he's commanding high wages. So you got to add, uh, he was worth at least $10 million between transfer and wages, minimum. I mean, Katang, that's, that's just a lot of money. So I was pretty sure they were going to win something. Uh, that's what we're going to say right now. Tigres, Monterrey, the financially big clubs right now. They're the, the financially grandes. At the deep, deep pockets. The money teams. The money teams right now. Yeah, and both of these teams, they could very well meet again in the Gia. They could meet in the, and they could have an, they could meet in the final again. But then how, how, how it plinkos out. But yeah, there's yeah. no question. I mean, they're, they're both going to be in it. Uh, uh, I mean, Tigres is... In second place, Monterrey's in third place. I mean, if it wasn't for Leon having the crazy season that, that they're having, these guys would be first and second place. Hey, it's true. And Guignac is recovering. He did not play the full game. <sighs> I'm pretty sure Castuca wants to save him for Liguilla. And he had that golazo, man. He scored this scissor kick. It was just something else. Worthy of replay. I cannot understand why they wouldn't play him for 90 knowing how much he could eat and showing how much he dominated that game that you, you didn't want that for 90. I mean, I don't know if he was, if he was match fit or not, but I mean, come on, you, you play him out there till he's dragging, you know, and even when he's dragging, he's still going to you know be better than anything I, else you put out there. I, I thought Tuca will make that mistake for Liga. Um But I mean, how can you make that mistake? I don't know, man. I mean, who knows? Like, he could have been having uh, fatigue or, or slight injury. Who knows? I mean, it's, they're not going to tell a lot of times. Yeah, and on top of it, all man, Gignac was, I mean, you know, he was like, he was crazed. He, he was, he was, he was playing like, like he was, you know, he uh, was under some spell. I mean, he was, he was so determined to, to win, to, to try and win that match last night. It was, he, yeah. uh, he almost lost his edge a few times. It was, uh, interesting. It was interesting to watch. Well, and, and you know, the, the bad news for Tigres though, I mean, for Monterrey, the bad news is that there is no Clubs World Cup. 
There will be no match in December. It's on hiatus until 2021 because FIFA wants to revamp the tournament. Right. What they want to do is is make it a 16-team tournament. Correct? Yeah. I I mean, it sounds nice, but I don't know. I'm not happy with them taking away the confederaciones because that's that's the one thing they're talking about replace confederaciones and that was a legit tournament that mexico has and if they get rid of it, it's like it's like it sort of takes some of that luster from our copa man how dare they john oh to take the uh the bullet away from the copa auto is that what you're saying no no no, no. Well, that too, man. I didn't even think that well, far. Well, well, I'm just me, saying me, we've got this nice confederación. Let, let me blow your mind. Can I blow your mind? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to blow your mind. All right. So what if they combine the Club World Cup with the Confederations Cup and do 16 teams where you have like the, you know, the World Cup winner, you know, the Eurocopa, the Copa, you know, all the, all the continental winners, like six teams, and then 10 club teams, the Champions what? League winner. You know, Man, that would that? be a great crossover. I mean, but then you would have to say with some of the teams, like if you're Real Madrid, you're going to be playing with Castilla because most of your players are going to be international well, teams. Well, that's that's the thing. Is, is, is if, if there's a conflict, then uh, well, that's how, how how would you settle that if there was if there was a conflict? Because I mean, yeah. it's not going to it's not going to be like a World Cup where you know where 19 of the, of, of of Real Madrid's 22 players are going to be playing in the World Cup. God thing, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey uh, Joel, I'm looking at the uh, tweet right here from Univision Deportes that uh, Supercopa MX and the Campeón de Campeones that's going to be held in Carson, California, oh. on 14th of July. You should uh, get, you should go for a press it's pass. Always, it's, always, it's always in Carson. Who right. is who is playing though? I mean, I... Supercopa MX is Cruz Azul versus Necaxa. So oh, yeah. You're probably going to no, see thanks. just one Ecaxa fan there. Uh, <laughs> hey. and, and then the Campeón de Campeones is going to be America versus uh, the, the champion of this um, this season. Um, so I don't know. I, I would go cover, man. I mean, you're going to have two pretty much fan bases, Cruz I Azul. Skipped, and... I skipped on the Chivas Veracruz one, man. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, I feel like that is just we have to I mean, you know, we we have the show, and you have you're out in LA, you know. It's just, and, and it's and, and it's not like it's that far from you because it's is on the south side of town, man. It's not like we're asking you to go to Valencia. Just... Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Dang. Come on. Well, profit, profit likes covering those games. He likes. That's true. Profit does. You know, we will we'll, we will simple. Where's Where's Profit, man? I figured he would he would jump on after hearing the the big news about uh, about the era. He always comes in to sweep, man. He comes right when we're about to finish the show. Llega Barrera, and we're, 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 we're tired you know, and our defenses are down, and he comes <laughs> in and well, you know how yeah. it is with Profit. He's like, so? well, who made you pulp in his dump? Huh? You know, he just uh, <laughs> starts throwing his weight around like 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 he owns the place. Good old Profit. Anyway, yeah. So so the game last night. So. I gotta tell you, I, I'm a, it, it is it is concerning for for Tuca's legacy to to see Tigres play so flat and and it haven't in all four of these continental finals, all of them. They just haven't played well. Yeah, you know, he's never what they should. Yeah, that's never been his thing, and he came so close. 
Uh, especially with the Libertadores, man. I felt that they should have been way more aggressive at the home, at, at the home game at the right. Volcan. And even Gallardo talked about how they were surprised, you know, they, you know, because they were expecting to get ransacked. And I think just like like, like he he goes back to who he was, which is you know the complete opposite of how of how of how his teams play now. And it's uh it's yeah it's, it was it was it was frankly it was it was very, you know as as a fan of Duca as I am, it was uh it was it was, it was definitely I, I, I was yeah. for him I, I was last night. I mean because I, I would say that Libertadores final, that was like the one final where. The Liga MX team were the favorites to win. Right. They just had a more stacked team uh, than the River, which, and, which, uh, which which were fortunate who, who to get to that, the final. Would have said that twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think he did drop the ball there. He, and I mean, we we're just saying that because because some of his players, you know, because just how the game ended up turning out, very close game, if not, you know, that's but that's I think he's. He's been cautious when it comes to those international finals. Yeah, I mean, it just and, and to only play Gignac for forty-five minutes. I mean, and, and, uh, he, and yeah, and he had Gignac at the Libertadores too. But you know, uh, the and, Frenchman and, had just arrived. So. Yeah. And 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 Joel, apparently Jurgen Dam played yesterday, but I didn't see Jurgen Dam do anything. Anything. He, he didn't do anything worth for, a damn. For I mean, I don't even I don't even know if he even touched the ball for forty-five minutes. He just completely disappeared. Just, a, just, just a, a complete waste of a of, of an outfield positional player, which is a real shame because you know you, again Jurgen Dam is not usually like that. You know he you, you know he may not be the 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 flashiest of guys, and he has you know his ball skills are just not very good for what he has to do. But every every now and then he will put a, a good cross up, or or he'll or, or he'll, he'll, he'll he's good for like one good play a game. And it just he just had nothing. Bubkus. So yeah, it was uh, it, it was tough for, uh, for Tigres fans and for Monterrey fans to finally Joel and and and, uh, and Ron after after two other finals of watching other teams lift the trophy in their brand new place that they finally get to do it. Yeah, they finally get to do it in their in their shiny new house. In front of their fans, and then they had a little parade today. And Rodolfo Pizarro did his little dance, like he did when they, uh, when when he won trophies with Chivas. Rodolfo Pizarro Joel is another player. It's like, why on earth would Chivas let him go? Well, because because I I heard I heard that the team was having financial problems, so they they just needed to recoup some money, and they were gonna, you know, Monterrey was gonna pay him full. I heard that was one of the main reasons. Well, you know, Joel, if if, if that's what you have to do to stay afloat in Liga Mekis as one of the cool big big four uh, teams in the league, then you have no business being in 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 the big four if if, if that's if that's how your business is. Yeah. Big. Yeah, no, this is a team that had been taking a lot of financial hits because they they did a lot of bad moves. Uh, even the Chivas TV ended up costing them a lot of money, but but here we are talking about Chivas again, man. We <laughs> we we need we need to go into uh, Tata Martino, some of his comments. 
Don't you want to? Don't you see? Why does that happen, Hoy? Why do you think that happens? I just think because the team, you know, the just, just it's like those reality shows. It's some of these people that just they do all type of stupid things, so we it becomes entertaining. Well, it, I mean, it is a, it is quite a novella. I'm not gonna lie. It, uh... Yeah, it's like a novella, man. It's all these things that happen. GSA. Anything that could go wrong at Chivas does go wrong. They're like they're like that one school in Boston Public, you know, that the TV show Boston. Whatever was happening in public schools at at that time, you know, whatever event happened <laughs> at Boston Public. So that that's what's happening. Like whatever kind of m- mishap could happen to a to a soccer club, it's gonna it's gonna happen to to Chivas. The snake bit Joel, is that what happened? Are they cursed? Is it the no. curse of the La Torre, well, yeah, you... de la Torre involved? Well, then, 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 then Chivas is. Well, yeah, with, with, with the De La Torre, they've always been successful. Is, is it like, like, and whatnot? So yeah, is it like Melisandre is 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 a De La Torre like the amulet that Melisandre wore no, no, it's, it's, young. And it's if like they winter. It, they're gonna, they're gonna die. <laughs> sort of, but like Winterfell, and they say that there has always there's always have to be a Winterfell in charge of of there's always has to be a Stark in charge of Winterfell. So there always has to be a director in charge of in charge of Chivas. At least one in there. You have to be in charge, but at least coach, GM, or youth trainer, whatever. You, yeah. you just need one of those guys there. You to, have a, a barrendero, a barrendero, uh, a barrendero, masajista, yeah. boy, whatever. or podologo, you know. All right, so Tata Martino this week uh, did, did the little rounds. He was in Atlanta, was uh, up up uh, north in Dallas, uh, talking up the uh, the friendlies that are coming up, and uh, they asked him some questions about some of the players, Hoyle. And uh, first of all, he, he, we mentioned uh, Chucky Lozano, who was injured last week. Uh, everyone, uh, his knee buckled. They thought the worst. It looked like it was going to be a torn ACL. And, uh, fortunately for Chucky, it was not. And uh, he's only going to be out for a month. Uh, I think it's crazy for Mexico to want to play him in the Gold Cup, and I don't think that he should play. Period. Especially with uh, what's probably going to happen with him this summer. But there he was saying, "Well, you know, we're going to take a look at him and see how he is. You know, who, who, who you know, who, 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 who wins here? Because if, if Chucky is going to be like 70, 70 percent, then the, the someone's going to say, "Oh, he's going to be good enough to play." Would you play him, Hoyle? No, no need, no need to injure. Plus, it's it's a Gold Cup. Without due respect to the to the other clubs, this is Mexico's to lose. Um, no, yeah, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. There's there's more than enough talent to go around. Save him for the uh, for the qualifiers. Yeah, save him for qualifiers. Let him, let him um, consolidate. There's talk that Chucky might, once again, talks of him going to Serie A with Napoli. They've intensified again, so who knows? Won't know by the summer. Yeah. I've heard, uh, I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard more interesting clubs than that. Oh. So uh, I mean, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that turns out. I've heard, I've heard English clubs are very interested too. So. No. Oh. Right. And they would pay would between like 40 and 50. Damn. Yeah. yeah. 
We've been expecting that. So, yeah, I think that that's uh, going to be very interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out. And uh, and because of that, I, I I just like as you said, Hoy, there's no point in uh in in, in risking further injury, or 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 not or, or not you know having a relapse in his in, in his in his recovery process. I mean, let, you know, let, you know, take the summer off, man. You know, you you deserve it. You know, you know, Chucky. Is another guy who, uh, you know, since uh, since twenty, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, you know, hasn't had a summer off yet. So give the guy, let, let him have a summer off. Yeah, no, no need to burn him out. Let him concentrate on his club career, and it's it, it's Gold Cup. That's there's Ron, Ron with Ron is still with Fight this on. No, no, Ron's Ron's like laugh it. is like the is like the Wasson from uh, from the old no, Batman shows. No, this is from Sagi. He, he posted a video. Um, Another video. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Cut that. Yeah. No. He says, no, he, he wrote Atención Banda, you know, and he, I, I'm not even paying attention to what he has to say, but their comments, ah, pensé que era la segunda parte del video impresionante. Mike is not, not going to live that down ever, man. <laughs> He's, do you still want to show me your cucumber? <laughs> Saga is going to be more famous for that than you know, for we his just, club career. We were just it's, talking last week, Ron, how we hadn't heard that drop in like six months. Which and one? I, <laughs> huh? Which one? This one. Do you uh, still want uh, to show uh, me your cucumber? And then and you come on the show. And I've played it three times already. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I think that's that saga's legacy now. Uh, him showing so it, it, it's not going to be the nine winning. goals he scored against. Um, no one remembers that. Same as it. Same Seventeen goal tourney, none of that. It's 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 just uh, Manguera. Saga did score one of one, and you know, <laughs> out of Neri's goal, I think one of the best goals in Mexico's Copa America uh, campaigns. Jeez, help me out. Was it against Peru? And then in the first one they played ninety three. I, where he traps it with his chest, he's like falling backwards practically, and he just drills it with his chest, and it sticks it right in the corner. You know, I, don't, I remember his miss against Norway at the '94 World Cup, right in front of the porteria. Just nothing to beat but that line. <laughs> All he had to do was just nudge it, and he's kicking it as hard as he can, and it hits the crossbar because he hits. He was like what, like. A foot away from the porteria? He chunked it. He chunked it. <laughs> uh, it was harder to miss. Yeah, it was. That. <laughs> it was harder <laughs> the, to the miss. Only, the, only, the only way to kick the ball to miss that shot was exactly what he did. <laughs> so you, you, could, you could do that play a hundred, you know, million times. And, and... <laughs> he could have tripped and fallen on his ass and still scored. And had not done what... Uh, Good thing, Ron still with Tigers no, Manguera. I wish our conversation was that funny. Hold on. No. Sure. No. Okay, Saga. He Saga post. Uh, I think him and, and his two kids and uh, and they're basically posing because it's like the day of the, the international day of, uh, of kids, you know, children. Yeah. And it's Saga in the middle, and like he's facing, um, he's showing the backside, and his two kids also have the, the jersey because he just bought them a, an America jersey. Okay. And 
Oh, I'm trying to find that comment again. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, basically, the comment is like, oh, yeah, the comment says, Ya no les compres nada con la riata heredada. Les debería de bastar. <laughs> yeah, that guy's not. He's only season football, man. He would have to go live in uh, in Tibet. What, what channel is he like on Fox Sports or something? Uh, what is No, he's on uh, he's on TV Azteca with Martinoli and uh, oh, TV Azteca then. Yeah, yeah so, so you could disappear for 30 years, go go live in a Buddhist temple in the Tibet, just just meditating and sweeping. And, <laughs> and when he returns, they're still going to talk about his yeah. riata, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doomed for that. I'm going to retweet this one. I'm going to retweet this gonna, one. Okay, ask him, Is it true? And he'll say, oh, I'll show you just enough to prove it. <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry, guys. Get, continue. Get down. Yeah, so, Ron making us lose our sponsorships. So, <laughs> our, so, so our PG thirteen rating. <laughs> so, Chucky's in, in in our opinion, Hoyle, and we we both agree they probably should not play. I mean, this isn't this isn't a Copa America, or a, and again, it's and not that we're disrespecting the Gold Cup, but as you said, there's there, there's enough depth for this tournament. Yeah, there's there's more than enough, and there's. I, yeah, I don't really, outside of the U.S., I don't see no real serious rivals. You know, even you know, the U.S. at go ahead. Well, even the U.S. at strength, they're still not not as you know, because Mexico's overall still more has more experience and and players in, in going through a better moment, which is something we were talking about. Can some of these guys keep up? Like Raúl Jiménez, can can they stay in that moment? And it, it looks like they are. Well, the name that I'm thinking, Hoen, to to replace Chucky on the uh, on the national team is uh, is is a Chivas player who's who's enjoyed a bit of a renaissance. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to say Tecatito. No, no, Tecatito. Well, we're talking about him in a second. But uh, do I even have? Hmm. To, do I, do I, oh, come on, La trophies. You're going to make me say. Are you going to say La trophies? Because I don't. <laughs> La trophies, Hoen. La trophies. Oh man. <laughs> He might. I don't know, man. I don't. Hey, La Trophies has been. I mean, honestly, La, La Trophies. Who 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 set up the uh, the the winning goal there for 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 Guadalajara? It was it was Trophies, but I mean, I think Pizarro's going to be one of the one of the stars of the Gold Cup. I could see Pizarro finally getting this. Just do. Yeah. Pizarro could be yes, there. Sir. So the other the other names that uh, the, uh, the piece that I heard with uh, with Tata Martino and, and, and talking about players was he said Vela está contemplado al igual que que Tacatito you know ambos son contem contemplados so you know he 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 is hedging his bets with with these guys I don't think they're going to be on the team yeah I mean well with Vela who knows. I think it's up to like, do you feel like playing this? Right. And I could be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Might, maybe. Uh, probably throws a dart or something blindfolded. Uh, yeah, but, but I mean, I would be huge if, if they have Vela just cause 
the moment he's going through again, it's another player that's just doing really well right now. I mean, yeah, he's, 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 a, he's about to break the record in MLS, I guess. Uh, he has, like, what, 10 goals already, like, in five yeah, games? He has, 11, he has 11 goals. He has more goals than, 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 than the Chivas strikers this season, all five of them. Combined. Combined. <laughs> ah, and, man, yeah. And they've, and they've played, I mean, obviously not 80 games, but, you know, the, uh, let, 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 let's give them 32 games, you know, two strikers. Uh, two strikers in 16 games. So let's give them 32. So they've scored eight goals in 32 games, the Chivas strikers. Yeah. But we're not talking about Chivas. So we're not talking no, about Chivas. No. We're not talking about, we're not talking about Chivas. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 I just, you know, I, 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 I feel like what I heard from Tata was that these guys are, yeah, well, you know, they might be considered, but, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see until the final list comes out. So I, I'm thinking they're not going to be on it. Now, he did say that there, there there could be some players that you know we didn't look at the first time you know that that that, 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 that could have played their way on. So that has that has trophies written all over it. Juan. I mean, that, he, he should have just just ended the, uh, the 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 suspense. Just said, you know, uh, you know, he's he's not trophies. He's the fourth best player in the world. He needs to be on the team. Yeah. He, well, it would be one of his last chances. Oh, come I, I on, he's only he's only twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, but I mean, I just yeah. Well, maybe maybe I mean I mean last chances for this cycle. Who knows next? You know, he might be a really late bloomer. But I just I I just don't see him breaking into this current eleven man. You know, breaking into that eleven man. Starting lineup, much the less other, being the twenty-three. The other player that he mentioned that uh, you know he is, doesn't have a a real any kind of certainty as far as his availability is Chicharito. So I don't expect Chicharito to play the Gold Cup either, because he's going to be with his. Uh, yeah, with his but but who knows, man? They might be making plans to come to uh, LAFC. So you know. Who knows? It might just be in LA, Yon, uh, giving birth to Chicha Jr. Chicha Jr. may 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 want to be born in Guadalajara. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He did get married in San Diego, so a ver right. que. A ver que. Yeah, but had you know had had the had the Mexico played uh, in Charlotte, he would have gotten married in Charlotte. So let's not pretend like that San Diego was. Yeah, but but I think I think it was important to that it be in the U.S. If it was in Calcutta or I yeah, don't but know, she's Australian and he's Mexican. Some, so some Pedro Sula, he probably would have said, "Not not tonight." Yeah. But one thing one thing is for certain at that at that wedding, oh, is it some is that Daddy had a shotgun. <laughs> I think his his parents had one. They're very religious. Yeah, there were there were some some shotguns stroked at that at that wedding ceremony for sure. No, so I, I you know Chicharito is, a, is another player who's probably you know on the low side of fifty percent as far as probability to play the Gold Cup. So that opens the door for some other for some other possibilities. You know who who would those who would those players be? Because you know Jimenez is going to be there. So has has there been anybody? Any Mexican player in Liga MX who was 
played well enough to to to, to warrant. Yes. But Macias is going to the U twenty. See, yeah, again, oh, another, right. reason, another right. reason why the U twenty is a. That's is right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot the closeness. The closeness of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. You to get a Henry Martin or or another striker. You know, Henry Martin is a, is a gamer. He uh. He 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 comes up big in big games. Anyway, so there's Henry Martin. There's uh. There, there's Alexis Vega. Who yeah, had, who hasn't done the, anything though. Scored three goals for for Chivas in, in one game and hasn't been hurt. <laughs> since. You know, there's Alan Pulido. Oh no, none of those guys, man. Well, I'm who sorry. else? Who else is there? I mean, that, 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 that who else is there? Yeah, I, I do think, I do think Vela would play, or probably Chicharro. I do think they would come, just because it's in their best interest. They're they're in the twilight of their career, and that's that's just some nice that's some nice coin that's some nice coinage to to have. Why well, you don't want to turn that down? Because it is kind of like bonus money. Yeah, very nice bonus plus patrocinios and whatnot. Right. Yeah, well, it could I'm be gonna... your last your last a sandwich ad. So. Let's just get done with it. No, I think Chicharro's going to do TV. And I think Chicharro's going to do TV yeah. in English. So either that, before you get stuck working the the fan fest, standing outside of the State Farm hut right there for meet and greet. <laughs> it must be embarrassing for some of these guys. Imagine having to stand there for three hours. Wow. I could see instead of uh, Chichero coming over to play in the U.S., Joel, I can see Chichero coming over and doing TV in the U.S. Could too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, but you said in English? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, he could do both, but but I think that he would. Uh, like he speaks goes. English. Yeah, yeah, he does. And, and, and yeah, so I, I would not be surprised to see him on uh, on on maybe like – you know, major import, major, major, event, no, major sporting event uh, couches, uh, studio couches uh, for rights holders. Could be, but I, I think it'll be a few more years for that. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Yon, it's it's already my curfew. It's yeah. it's past my curfew. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Joel, very quickly before I let you go, very quickly yes. before before we, we sign off here, <clears throat> seven seven spots have already been have already been sealed in Liga. So there's there's seven that are already yes. In. The last spot comes down to to a, a match between Cholos and Puebla. So it's Cholos against Chelis. Chelis oh, against Cholos. Yeah, tough one right there. Tough one. I'm a I'm gonna give the edge to Cholos. So 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 Cholos wins, and and I think it's. Wait, a, where's where's the game though? I, I think it's going to be in Tijuana. Let me let me. Uh, if it's in, if it's at the Caliente, yes. Oh, oh. Have you been to the Caliente yet, Joel? No, I have not. We were supposed to go a while back. Back when um, our good friend Johnny Rico was working there. Right. He was doing press for the Cholo Quincles, and 
we were trying to go for a Liguilla game, and then ah, we got caught up in some stuff, and then we ended up never going. Yeah, it's in it's in uh, it's in TJ. Oh yeah, yeah, I give it, I give it to the the dog. The dog's gonna bite. So, the, so the 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 state exists to the racetrack, which is the was it the Aguacaliente racetrack. Yeah, I think that's why it was Very such famous a famous racetrack. Yeah. Because I used to live, my neighborhood in Mexico City was Lomas Hipódromo. Oh. Because we were right, we were right north of the uh, of, of the Hipódromo de las Américas, and uh, the the street names in our neighborhood we had Saratoga, which is a racetrack, Belmont, uh, Jamaica, San, uh, Santa Anita, and then we also had Aguacaliente. I never knew where Aguacaliente was until I until I realized that it was it was it was a real famous racetrack in in Tijuana. Which I found out like ten years ago. So, oh, well, that makes sense. Had no idea. Anyway, very exciting story. And then, and then, lastly, Hoyle, I, I, I meant to, I meant to ask you about uh, about 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 Game of Thrones. Were you were, were you were you happy with the episode that 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 we had, or did it make you sad? Are you are you done with the show? Did it has did it has it jumped the shark? Oh man, that's that's a two hour podcast right there. Maybe three. <laughs> no, I feel the show it's its own thing. Uh separate from the from the books. Right. Uh they long ago separated. Uh I feel that but I did feel that the the, the walkers that should have been the final battle. Right. You know, I I thought that that Winterfell was gonna fall and then some of the survivors were later gonna regroup uh and then fight, you know. Because there was still a few armies left. I I agree no. with you, Joel, on that. I, I don't think they did the White Walkers justice. Yeah, they, you, they, you you build it up for just one battle. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole season built. Well, not just the whole season. I mean, the the very first scenes of the of the it is that yeah. series were the White Walkers. Yeah, even in the book, it starts like that. Yeah, yeah, and like so, you don't really you don't know anything about you know you don't know anything about the Night King. You know, no, 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 conver- no, no conversation, nothing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just because, and then I don't, I don't. I'm not too excited with. Well, you know, I will, I will say that, urine. the the see the, the 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 show. It's the episode itself from beginning to end was, you know, you, uh, white knuckler. There's no question. Oh, it was. It was edge yeah. up the seat stuff. Right. But I mean, so so it, just for that alone, it was a, unbelievably entertaining. I don't think I don't think any of us will will. will oh, just... there's not denying that. Yeah, there's not denying that is. Right. Yeah, I couldn't but, stop I mean, watching. There, there are so many things. I mean, I know it's a fantasy world, but just in in in, in like in like the, the 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 physical, rational world just would never happen. You know, <laughs> as far as like military tactics and stuff, I just it just seems like, <laughs> that's the part that would drive me crazy. It is. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Cause and I, you know I felt why like they did some of that stuff because it looks it looked awesome and I right, I agree right. it did it looked awesome you know all the all the all the swords going up in flame and then later on when they rush you see them just being extinguished you know but but you know that with cavalry you wouldn't do a you know you wouldn't rush into the abyss without knowing what's up there right. usually you would attack from the sides. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> exactly. 
Well, Joela, thank you very much for joining us. It's, uh, I know it's 9.30. It's past your bedtime yeah. there. Well, no, I go to work, actually. Oh, I know, I know. Trabajar. Just... Yeah, ponte a trabajar, güey. Well, yeah, that's where... <laughs> that's where I'm headed, man. Well, glad to have you on, Joel. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk next week. We'll have Liguilla, uh, Liguilla talk next week. Yes, we will. So we'll see how yes, that plays out. And uh, so we'll have mm-hmm. that. And uh, happy, hey, Ron, uh, 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 before we uh, let everyone go, we just uh, very quickly, you uh, you had your thesis in architecture. You yep. presented. Did you? In, in, oh, I did. Yeah, did, uh, I did. Did, uh, were, you, were, were you given a thumbs up or a thumbs down? At the end uh, of your presentation, uh, you're gonna have always, uh, you know, criticism and stuff like that. You just have to be able to defend it. And I thought I defended it. So well. it's like it's like chopped. Um. Yeah. Oh, that the cooking show. Yeah. Uh, I would. Ass- I've never seen an episode, but I would assume so. But uh, no, it's just uh, sometimes they just criticize you. But you know, you just. just why did you use cilantro in that? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I just try to keep it to what I researched and, you know, and that's it. You know, some of the things that, uh, some of the things were valid, some things weren't. In fact, I, I think that most things weren't because, you know, it wasn't related to my, uh, to my research. But yeah, yeah, that's a huge relief. I'm actually thinking, uh, going doctorate, you know, going, going, for, uh, pursuing a PhD, but I'm going to put that on the back burner for at least two, two years. I need, I need, I need some time. Well, congratulations. Uh, when do you uh, uh, receive your, your degree? At what point? Uh, I think they'll mail it to me, I think, in the summer. I think, uh, I think that's when they'll, I think that's when uh, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll give them to, to you, you know, like official. Right. Once you graduate, I mean, they'll give you like a blank piece of, you know, like a little fake diploma and stuff like that. Right. But like the, the, the real one, I think, comes like in mid, like I think in July or something like that. So do you have to wear like like some funky cap and gown to your to your ceremony? Uh, I'm actually not going. <laughs> I didn't even go to my college graduation. It was a, it was a dark day for me, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know, I just, uh, I just, you know, just another thing to do, you know, so like I just, like, eh. Don't really care. I got other stuff that I'd, I'd rather do, you know. Well, I mean, I'm sure, like, like for you, bitch, it's got to be because the school's so big. I mean, because mine, you know, it was like a you know a three A high school. Yeah, I mean, back back, uh, back you know, well, yeah, U of H back then was uh, you know was big. And Still, I mean, it's, like, it's, 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 it's yeah, it's gotten bigger now. It's gotten bigger, but no, uh, no, I just I think. I don't think I, if I recall, I don't think I went to my college graduation because I think I was out of town. I went out of town. I think I went to go visit my folks, if I'm not mistaken, and stuff like that. But, but like, actually, no, my, you know, my folks did ask me if, you know, they wanted me, if they did ask me if they wanted to, uh, you know, fly down to go to my graduation. I said, I ah, don't even worry about it. You know, I'd, I'd rather go fly and visit them, you know, and be with the family and stuff. But no, just like I'm, it's a huge relief, you know. That's why I haven't been, you know, with you guys for, you know, for for almost going on a year now. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been it's been like a a a, a dick joke free zone. For yeah, months. yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> there's there it's it's no joke. I mean, I this was uh basically 
for more than it was a three year program, but for the like I'd say the last year and a half, you know, wake up at six, seven, and I'm in studio from basically nine a.m. all the way till two o'clock in, in in the morning, like nonstop, you know, and like and that uh, for the like the last three days, I I didn't you know I presented on Monday. Uh, that's I presented it Monday at six o'clock. Uh, Saturday I took a nap. I think like at one p.m. I woke up around four p.m. and then from that point on I didn't sleep at all. Just just you know, you know, you know, making my my uh, my models, my presentation boards, all that type of stuff. It was it was intense. Well, um, amphetamines will uh, <laughs> will will do that to you. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, well, congratulations. I know it's a. Uh... You know, something, for something that's specialized like that, I mean, I can't even imagine, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, just a huge, like you said, just a huge weight lifted off your shoulders and, you know, on top of it all, being an, being an amazing accomplishment. It's just a... Yeah, no, it was, thanks, John. It was uh, really interesting. I learned a lot, you know, obviously, well, my research did on, on passive cooling, you know, uh, so there was just, like I said, it was just so, there's a lot of very, very interesting stuff that I that I that I learned, you know. And what I set out to learn, but uh, like I said, I do like in the back of my mind, I kind of do want to pursue a, a PhD. Uh, but like, I, I need a rest. I, I need to recharge the batteries. No, I understand that. So, well, uh, so more dick jokes and uh, so more dick jokes now, and more soccer for me. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a better way to relax. Than coming up with with a good dick joke and then watching some soccer games. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, good to have you with us uh, again, Ron, and uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with you uh, moving forward through the year and then also through the the summer tournaments that we have coming up because it's not just Gold Cup. We also have Copa America too, which will be uh, very entertaining as it as it almost always is. Yeah. But uh, for everyone, uh, thank you very much for joining us here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. On behalf of Ajuela Seves and Ronda Luna, my name is John Jagu, and we will talk to you guys again next week, Thursday nights at uh, 9.30 Central. Talk to you guys later on. Thank you. Thank you.